Hey, Joey. Hi, Michael. Um, hi, everybody listening, too. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We've been friends for over a decade, and each week we just call one another and we catch up, sometimes more than once. Yes. Hello, Mike. It's been Hello. a long time since we... Well, it's been a long time since we've done a mini-episode. <laughs> That's true. Yes. Um, that is true. But not a long time since we talked. It's only been a couple of days. We're recording a little bit early, so... Yeah. Um, but And do you have any updates or corrections to... Uh, well, I episode? listened to the last episode, and I remembered a story, actually, that I wanted to tell you, and I could tell it very quickly. Um, so I was telling the story about how I went to a gay bar in Philadelphia, and specifically, I think I mentioned there was one bar that had, like, $1 drinks. Yes. And at this bar, when I got there, there was three of um, these guys that I had met were there, and I show up, and then two of them, they're kind of at the crowded bar, and there, two of them were like, you guys stay here, we're going to go see if we can find a place for us to sit, because it was pretty busy, and we had a spot, but it was uncomfortable, and it was near the door, blah, blah, blah. So I get left with this guy who I'd never met before, I'm like, oh, hey, David, like, uh, what do you do? And he was like, uh-oh, can you hear my watch beeping in the background? Yeah, who, who had a watch that beeps? In- my watch beeps at 6.05 every day, and I don't know how to turn it off. I wonder if it's a thing like on Lost where if the the day it stops beeping at 6.05, like a plane's going to crash or something. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. I've actually, when I hear something funny, I've never seen, well, I've seen one episode of Lost. That's it. I've seen uh, quite a few, but anyway, okay, so I'm left with this guy, right? I'm like, hey, Dave, what do you do? And he was like, oh, I work at a hospital. And I was like, oh, what do you do at the hospital? Because I'm, I'm in town uh, uh, for a conference. All these people are healthcare providers, so I was like, in that mode. So I was like, Oh, what do you do exactly? He was like, it's boring, but part-time I also own my own business. So I'm like, okay, what kind of business? Really? It was me begging for conversation. And he was like, (laughs) it's boring. Not giving me anything. And I was like, well, what kind of business? Seriously? That's how, that's what I was thinking. And so I was like, well, what kind of business is it? And he's like, well, I'm a psychic. No, Yes. No, 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 no. So I like down two more drinks and I was like, okay, tell me about the psychic stuff. Which uh, you have a wrong person to tell you this. I know. I'm a total skeptic on I'm, all things I'm a skeptic spiritual. On, but I'm a skeptic on psychics. I, I certainly am. I'm sure there's people listening that believe that it's a true power and mm-hmm. um, whatever. But we we started talking a little bit more about it. I was like, how do you get involved in that? And he was like, well... When I was a kid, I was having dreams, so my mom sent me to be tested, and I was like, wait, tested? Like, What's for what? Test? I guess they have a clairvoyance clairvoyance test? I don't know. He got told when he was a kid that he was a psychic, so mm-hmm. he's grown up all his life knowing he had psychic powers. Um, that's pretty much the entire story right there. I hope he's, then, not, a, I hope he's not a doctor. No, <laughs> I think he did like something like medical billing or something boring oh. like paperwork, paper pusher at the hospital, and then um, is a psychic as well. That would I do medical never... records slash um, uh, foretelling of the future. How come you never see psychics that have like super reputable, well-paying jobs, and they just are psychic on the side? Um. I don't know the answer to that question. I don't actually know any psychics, so I don't. I don't. I don't have any oh. kind of. I I actually knew the answer. Oh, uh, what is it? 
um, once you go to college, you're like, oh yeah, psychic is psychic abilities isn't real. So, well, I don't want to denigrate the people who work in the honest profession of medical billing. <laughs> no, that I mean, you. I mean, a lot of jobs in medical billing, you need a college degree for. Like, it's not easy work. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, you never see a doctor that has psychic abilities or any profession that is, I don't know, requires tons of schooling. I don't. I don't know any psychics. Um, any any other updates and corrections? Um, I think that's it. You have any corrections? You know, I thought of something when I was listening, but I didn't write it down, so I don't remember. It's lost. Well, I'm glad you brought it up. Yep. <laughs> um, can I do some tweet shoutouts? Yeah, let's do can it. We do that right now. Let's do it. So, uh, we got tweeted by quite a few people. Tom in Ooh. Chicago. Said fucking sock puppet at CU podcast. Uh, Sater sixty nine tweeted at us. We're gonna talk about him in a minute, I'm sure. Uh, so did brother Sir, brother Senatus a couple of times. Um, RC Martinez, thank you for your tweets. Um, we got tweeted by I love this girl so much, Lala Siegfried. Um, she tweeted at us, and I I really do love her and miss hearing her voice because I don't wait wait wait. Do you know her? Well, she used to have a podcast, but now she doesn't. What's so, it called? Um, All My Nonsense. It was called. Because oh. um, she tweeted at me a couple of times. We had a, we had an exchange about fancy ketchup. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I hope I'm thinking of the right person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am, totally. Um, We got tweeted at by this person named uh, Jobatance. I tweeted you guys? Yeah, you replied to a tweet, and it came to us. Oh. Uh, Zombie Girl TJ, hey. Uh, Lamont Cranston said that, uh, he is, I th- I'm assuming it's a he, it might be a she, um, that Lamont said that he is totally caught up with catching up podcasts for the first time since he learned about us from Nowhere Chrissy. Time for a review, question mark. Yes, Lamont, it is time for a review. Nowhere Chrissy tweeted at us, and then that is it for the past few weeks. Wow, those were a lot of tweets. Yeah, well, we're three weeks in because we haven't really shouted out to uh, tweeters in a um, couple of weeks. Okay, very good. We have some reviews. We got some reviews in the in the interim. Uh, we got a review from Timmy Sims. Oh, thanks, Timmy. Yes, we got a very nice review for him. We also got a review from You're Killing Me, Smalls. Uh, obviously a line from The Sandlot. Mm-hmm. Which, did you see in the news that, that the actor... Was it the actor that says it or the actor who plays Smalls was, like, arrested? For child pornography? What? Is that what it was? No, I just made that up, oh, but no, that they, would be I, great. I, I can't remember what he was arrested for. Anyway, um, what, what I love about the You're Killing Me Smalls um, review is at one point, it's a woman because she calls herself a fangirl. Um, I or it could be one of these, like, Pride 48ers that call, hey, girl. Oh, it could be, too. So somebody, she says... I'm just going to say she if she identifies as a girl. She says that you and I have an obviously strong friendship. And I was like, ha! Ha <laughs> 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 didn't realize uh, we're always one Joe being late for a phone call away from the end of the friendship and the podcast. Yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> and we got a review from Donna Sugars, who we all have a voice. Donna Sugars? Yeah, we have a voicemail from. Um. So on the catch, I mean, the... Uh, Donna Sugars has a podcast, and every t- in the like intro to the show, uh, there's a little quotation from Joey Boohecker, and it goes Donna Sugars, and I want to say that all the time when I hear the name. Oh, I don't. I didn't know she had a podcast. What's it called? 
uh, Big Silly Homo. I'll link you. Uh, thank you. Link me it's it's actually on the sidebar of the Catching Up podcast website as well, which is cupodcast.com. Uh, we also have some voicemails. Um, let's actually, even though it would make sense to go to Donna Sugar's, I have a response to her voicemail. So why don't we play? Oh, I'm talking about Arcee Martinez. Sorry. First, let's play the voicemail from uh, Seder sixty nine, Scott the Seder, and then we'll play a voicemail from Donna Sugar's. Sounds good. Here we go. Hi, Mike. Hi, Joe. This is Scott uh, Seder sixty nine on the Twitters. Uh, previous winner of Catching Up with Catching Up. Look, I'm not even a about the Theater Sphere podcast this time. Uh, the reason that his doctor knew that he was a homosexual is because he asked for the uh, thermometer to be taking rectally. <laughs> and you know the difference between a regular thermometer and a rectal thermometer? The taste. All right. I, said, I love you, too. <laughs> I love that joke. This is Seder. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Hi, Mike and Joe. It's Donna Sugars. And um, I have been catching up on some of your podcasts, and I realize that I'm a few podcasts behind, uh, but uh, that queen from Twitter who left the screwed-up message about 548ers, uh, she can suck a bag of dicks, okay? Um, don't come at me, queen. Don't come at me and my people, okay? Bring it on. Um, okay, so what I was really gonna, trying to call about is Joe. Uh, Joe made some really funny things when he was talking about that whole, like, homemade food stuff. First of all, he kept saying, I'm not talking about San Francisco. I'm talking about California. Queen, you do know San Francisco's in California, right? Like, I realize you're from Los Angeles, but they didn't teach you geography in that terrible school system. Okay, and, <laughs> sorry. Um, and that whole food thing that you were talking about, that new law. Now, I am all for this law because it requires you to get uh, your kitchen and your home inspected by the health department you have to pay a fee. You have to uh, you have to label everything properly. You have to follow health and safety regulations. However, some busted ass because I'm from the Inland Empire, so some busted ass nasty people making tamales up out of their kitchen and trying to sell that as a chunk of their car. That shit don't play, okay? So I know you're from Los Angeles, so you know all about that street kitchen nasty salmonella food so um okay thought i would call love the show kisses bye (laughs) okay um first of all donna sugars thanks for listening that's uh very nice of you um but i want to say if i want to address a few things she said in the voicemail one i obviously know san francisco's in california i think what we were addressing if i remember correctly it was the difference between a san francisco law or a california law so you were saying something is law in all of california and i was saying it was more stringent in san francisco yes that was what our back and forth was about yeah um the other thing was i actually uh the voicemail made me look up uh the law that i was talking about it's called ab 1616 which was took effect in January 1st, 2013. And it allows people to have a home business that sells products like um, nuts and breads that don't have dairy and um, anything that doesn't have dairy or meat. As long as it doesn't have dairy and meat, you can get a permit and you could do a home-based business from there. But there's two types of permits. The type A is when you strictly are not going to do like dairy or meat. I don't think you need a, a, a kitchen inspection for that. But type B and I don't know what the type B one is, but you do need a kitchen inspection for that one. But that there, for those of you that want to start a home-based uh, nut business, uh, there you go. AB 1616, look it up. 
Boring. I know. Wait, what do we do next? Well, now it's time for my favorite part of the show. Catching up with Catching Up. Let's do it. So I will explain the rules while you get the bag ready. Okay. Uh, Catching Up with Catching Up is a weekly contest that we do. We take all of the names from all of the people that have ever written an iTunes review and put them in a bag. Joey will shake the bag. Joey will shake the bag. I shook the bag. You're supposed to shake. I didn't hear it. Can you shake it again? Oh, sure. So Joey shook the bag, and now we're going to pull one of those names. If you hear your name called, just uh, get in touch with us over email or tweet or whatever, and we'll, we will arrange a time to give you a call and catch up with you. Yeah, and the Joey, people, let's yes. pick a name. The people who, right now. Um, Joey, pick a submitted name. Submitted the newest reviews are so Donna, Donna Sugars, You're Killing Me Smalls, and Timmy Sims. All are now entered in the Catching Up with Catching Up contest. I love Timmy Sims. I would love it for it to be Timmy Sims. Oh, would you? Okay. I don't know Timmy Sims. All right. Here we go. Does he have a podcast? Um, he does audio booze. Oh, interesting. All right. My hand, my fingers are rifling through the uniform pieces of index card that contain the names of all the people who have left reviews in the order that they left them. All right. I've selected a name. I've selected a name. So, oh, no, I didn't. I dropped it. Whoever Somebody won, and then I dropped it. Okay. I've selected a new name. It's the 29th person to leave a review. Mike, are you ready for me to look at the name of the person who will be catching up with catching up with Mike and Joe? Do it. I have looked at the name of the person who next week will be catching up with catching up with Mike and Joe. Mike, are you ready? Come on. For me to read yes. the name. Yes, read the name. Of the person who will be catching up. Yes. With catching up with Mike and Joe. Here we go. The name of the person who will be catching up with catching up with Mike and Joe. Is Brooke Abahasen. Never heard of her. So Brooke <laughs> Abahasen. Just kidding. We used to work with her. Yeah, we did. Cool. That would be. That'll be fun. Uh, if she still listens, like she was super. No, she does still listen. She's a, excited before. Uh, she's but... a big fan. Okay. So, Brooke, when you hear this, when you hear the mini episode, please send Mike and uh, me an email uh, at uh, guys at com, and we will set up a time where Mike and Joe, that is us, can catch up with you. So, last week we caught up with Scott the Seder, um, who's part of the Seder Sphere podcast. Um, on the Twitters, he's at Seder69. Joey, how was that? It was good. You know, it's so funny to finally – it's weird. It, um, You know, I've known so much about Scott the Seder and heard about him and and read about him. And he's been such a, a presence around catching up with catching up, but I'd never interacted with him. So it was uh, – it almost like – it felt like I already knew him. Well, you've interacted on Twitter a little bit, haven't you? This yeah, is yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. First time voice to voice. Yeah, yeah, conversation. Sure. Yeah, what did we talk about? We talked about his well, job. We learned that he's a magician. 
Well, yeah, he can do a card trick, right? Or and he like wants. Five. And I, I've promised to take him to the Magic Castle. In yeah, Hollywood. I think everyone who calls in should ask for that because anyone who mentions it, Joe makes his promise to. You're also going to be bringing Tom in Chicago. So now, I, th- thank you for ruining it. Now I will no longer ever take anybody to the Magic Castle because now. Well, how many people actually? You know what? If you're going to be in, no, you know what? You're no, you're right. If you're going to be in <laughs> any California, listener, any listener in LA, or that any listener that will be in LA, Joe will take you to the magic. If castle. you're a winner of catching up with catching up, <laughs> if you're a winner of catching up with catching up, and you're in Los Angeles, I will take you to the magic castle. Okay, and if you're a winner of catching up with catching up, and you're in San Francisco, I will go to a bar and let you buy me drinks. And watch people fist another person. I know that bar. I, I know you know it. You're the fister. You're Mr. Ew, fister. Ew, ew, ew. No, too far, Joe, too far. Um, so That's yeah, what we they say about, when you use your fist. We talked about Scott's job, and we talked about his stuff that he does with the theater. and We learned about um, his interactions with celebrities. Oh, yeah, we did a lot of that. We also talked, it was kind of like a catching up with catching up episode because we kind of talked current events. It was events. a catching up with catching up episode. It was kind of like a catching up episode because we talked about current events. So, like, different things that was happening in the news, we kind of threw it back and forth. We talked about the BART strike because it was the day before the BART was <laughs> uh, expected to strike again. I love that because he got to be, he got to see what it feels like to be Joe. Because I could tell he was bringing up opinion that was contrary to your own. Yeah. And you just shut him down. And <laughs> so? You were like, he was like, well, I don't know. I think they make, no, they don't. And I think, <laughs> and he was like, oh, oh okay. That's how, and I, was, I wanted to be like, I know how you feel, brother. I know. Just like a catching up episode when I talk like that to you, right? <laughs> <laughs> I always do that, you're right. <laughs> I was like, oh, boy, he, like, you too, can feel Scott retreating. Too bad we don't record these conversations uh, that <laughs> you and I do so I could prove you wrong. Oh, wait, never mind. Well, Scott can chime People in. Don't. Scott's welcome to say what the truth is. Uh, don't invite Scott to talk more. He will. <laughs> um, you know what was weird, too? I was thinking about this when I was thinking about the phone call. Was I? You? We could have named literally any sexual experience, and Scott's done it, but, like, further. <laughs> I could have been like, um, one time I had sex in a volcano. Well, one time I had sex with the devil. And you're like, oh, okay. We did talk about sex quite a bit, too. Um, I was standing on a street corner in Philly when we were recording it. Um, and I, st- for the whole conversation, I actually ended up sitting on a stoop for a little bit, but on the street corner the whole time. And it wasn't too noisy, was it? All right. Anything else about Scott the Seder? No, I think we had a great time, and I look forward to having a similar conversation with Brooke Abelhassen. I think the Brooke Abelhassen call is going to be really, really good. It's so, uh, They're all good. But I think this one's going to be transcendent. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, I do. What want else to... do we do? Well, we, we usually episodes. we usually intro the outtakes right now, but I want to before we do that. Um, we, I think we should have a conversation at least about Pride 48. Okay. In Vegas. So, everybody, hey, so Mike and I are doing a live show in Las Vegas, September. What's the date of our show, actually? I think it's the 8th. We are September 8th, whatever that Sunday is. And we're right before Cocktails at Cream Puffs. I think we're at 7 p.m. We're the second to last show in the Pride 48 weekend. Yeah, I think we are at 7 p.m. I think we're 7 p.m. 
we will correct it next week if we're wrong. But we're 7 p.m. on Sunday evening in Las Vegas. Uh, Cocktails and Cream Puffs is closing out the whole event, and we're lucky enough to be the leaders for them. But also, Mike and I have had many extensive conversations about something special we're gonna do. About something special we're gonna do in <laughs> Las Vegas. We've had at least, gosh, six hour-long conversations planning and plotting this super yeah. big surprise that we're going to have in Las Vegas. And then I also want to say to all the people listening, if you're a podcaster or you're just a listener, that um, you don't have to go to Vegas to buy a Pride 48 t-shirt. They have a minimum number of shirts that they have to order, so you should go to pride48.com and look at that. They are $25, and that includes postage if you're not going to Vegas, um, and the shirts are pretty cool. I already ordered mine, so you should get on that. Uh, I, I actually encourage everyone to go to Las Vegas, or at least li- can they can listen live on Pride48Live.com, correct? Pride48.com, yes. I thought it was Pride48Live. It redirects, but just in oh. case it doesn't, Pride48.com. Okay. So Pride48, okay. So I encourage everyone to listen Sunday at 7 p.m. for our super special. Actually, th- you know, to be honest with you, without ruining the surprise, it will be, well, I don't know. There's no way we can keep this from being the case but it will be the first time mike and i have been face to face in what five or six years yeah more than that i lived in phoenix for five so and i've lived here for one okay so, so six six years um so uh it's been the first time mike and i have been face to face for five or six years uh well six. obviously we'll see each other in vegas before the show but yeah it'll be the first time we spent time together so we should do we should not like a bride and a groom on their <laughs> wedding day. We should like not see each other. But how can we manage that? <laughs> it's impossible. It's, it's impossible. impossible. I'm going to see you in the buffet line. You're like the buffet. What'd you say? The buffet. That's what Big Fatty calls it. Oh. Um, oh, you clearly listen. Of course he does. Of course I'm a huge fan. <laughs> oh god. Thanks for calling. Wait, I can't do it. Never mind. What does he say? <laughs> Thank you for calling. Thank you even for calling. Even when he calls you. <laughs> yeah, even when he calls you. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> now, Fanny, what are you doing there? Oh, shut up there. What's the name of the person? <laughs> Poodle McNoodle. Oh, shut up, Poodle McNoodle. I don't know, Fanny. I don't know what he's doing. Why is it... <laughs> We're isolating like all half of our audience right now. Anyone who doesn't listen to Big Fatty is like, what is he? He he and Poodle Big Noodle should do an episode of Catching Up. <laughs> I'm Big Fatty and that's Poodle Big Noodle and each uh, he he lives right next to me and each week we call each other and just catch up. I don't know what he's talking about. He's crazy. Oh Poodle, you're crazy. What's going on over there in that corner of the room, Poodle? I don't know, Big Fatty, what's going on over there? <laughs> Let me tell you all the racist jokes I can think of. <laughs> Wouldn't it be sad if we found out there really was a Poodle McNoodle? If there were two people. There were, and we, we, we've been thinking it's him the whole time. And he's like, no, there really is a Poodle McNoodle. Or what if it was like, this <laughs> is horrible, his like dead mother and it was like from Psycho. <laughs> yeah, and the, the person's really dead. It's like a, a, a corpse. <laughs> Yeah, that's so funny. Um, all right. So Pride 48, it's coming up September 6th through 8th. Um, is it 6th through 8th? Go to pride48.com and get real information. Pride48.com. 
Um, okay, so the outtakes. Here's the thing with the outtakes. This is a really good batch of outtakes. Every single outtake uh, that we're playing today would have been a material in a regular podcast. It, I, the only reason I took it out was because... Um, time. For time. And it was we like... We had such were... a long episode last this yeah. week so. and they were stories that we they could actually be isolated does that make sense like they were tangents and whatnot but they're all good every single one so um again another long this is actually going to be just as long almost as a regular episode so um yeah so why don't we just go to the outtakes all right nice catching up with you joey go to hell mike i don't know what he's saying <laughs> so joey I talked to this uh, pianist, and then he was telling me about uh, a special on Thursday night that that one of the local gay bars does. The bar's called, like, Stir or Mix or something like One word that has to – something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So on Thursday nights, they do $1 drinks. Okay. And, oh, no. And it gets messy. So I was like, that sounds wonderful. So – I ended up going there on Thursday. Oh, we exchanged numbers and stuff. So, like, um, a group of the guys that I met at the piano bar met up with me at Thursday for these dollar drinks. Mm-hmm. So, I'm used to San, Fran- San Francisco bar prices. So, I'm like, I mean, a $10 drink is pretty normal, right? That's 10 drinks at this joint. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I didn't spend tons of money, but I was like drunk within an hour. Um, and what just, a lot of people don't know, but they'll see in Vegas, is you get what is known as the Asian glow. I've grown out of that a little bit, oh, actually. You? Yeah. Well, I think, it, I think I used to drink differently, too. So mm-hmm. I would do like, I don't know. I, I've grown out of it. But, oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. Um, so I'm drinking and, um, I eventually, I mean, I made it home. I made it to the hotel room, but I only know about things that happened partially because of my Instagram feed. <laughs> like, like picture, I I went to, I think at least two other bars, maybe three other bars after that. There was a drag show at one. There was a big, like weird dance floor at this bar called Woody's, um, so that's pretty much it. But then the next day at the conference, I'm like seeing people that I know kind of professionally. And for example, one girl named Sheree, she was like, oh, Mike, I loved your pictures last night. And I was like, oh, shit, oh pictures. God. I don't even remember pictures from last night. So I had to go back and look. But luckily, none of them were too bad. Mm-hmm. But seriously, pe- someone needs to take my phone away when I start drinking. Did you do I- anything bad, though? No, I didn't. But like. For example, that picture of the bong in the background, like, I just need to, I can't think clearly, and I need to not post. Like, I should, I could take the pictures, but I should post them the next morning when I'm sober. That's all. <laughs> uh, I wanted some scandalous stories. No, nothing scandalous. I mean, Philly's a really nice city. Um, I was staying in the gayborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's funny, <laughs> I have a... Uh, somebody I know also professionally uh, who was staying at my hotel, she was like, Mike, I don't want to sound stupid asking this, but um, can I ask you a couple of questions? So a lot of the local businesses have these like rainbow flags. Is that just because this is the city of brotherly love? <laughs> yeah, sure is. <laughs> and I was like, really no, we're... hard brotherly love. <laughs> 
hard, deep, well lubricated brotherly love. Yes. No, so I kind of had to explain like every. I mean, it's just the neighborhood. So, but yeah, it was a good time though. We went to a food court in a hotel next to the Anaheim Convention Center, mm-hmm. and we were there ordering pizza, and um, there was this really it was a Starbucks. We actually were in the Starbucks at the food court. And there was super smoking, and Mike Lawson style as well, smoking, smoking hot guy, right? He was either Latino or Middle Eastern. I can't tell, right? Okay. It's just mm-hmm. really hot. So uh, we were talking to him, and I don't know, somehow D23 came up, and he's like, what What are you talking about? And we assumed he was there for D23, and he goes, uh, I'm here for an MMA convention. <laughs> Mixed martial arts. Yeah, he goes. What? <laughs> yeah, he goes. What's D twenty three? And we're like, um, um. <laughs> a convention for people who love Disney. And he goes, Is that why everybody's in weirdo costumes? And I was like, Yeah. Like there was like literally there was a full on super Asian chick right next to us dressed as the girl from Brave. <laughs> I wanted to take her picture. <laughs> right. Uh huh. And. He was like, I didn't know why everyone was wearing costumes. I didn't get it. And so he was really, really nice. Oh, he had, oh but it, he, I didn't think this was super attractive. I didn't hate it, but it, but John Paul was turned on by the fact. Like, so let me, okay, let me tell you what it was. So John Paul was super turned on by the fact that the guy had a, a, a stutter. Oh. Right? That's not hot. No. I'm, it's. It was only on the letter M. There was the kid at on uh, on a uh, American Idol this past season that had it. Oh, I know. Who was it. so cute, like a little Cuban kid who was like twenty years old, totally gay, but then he had like a debilitating stutter. Mm-hmm. I I'm too impatient. I'm like yeah. trying to finish the sentences for people. Yes, and he was like, for, for instance, he was like, I don't, but with only with the letter M. So he'd go, he like. I'm. I'm not. I'm. I don't know what this is. He's like. I'm here for an. Mm, 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 right. But also. <laughs> it's funny because he only does it with the letter M, and he's only there the for an M and a conference. And I should have been like, "What does it stand for? <laughs> what is that?" And then he's like. Mixed martial arts, right? And then I'm like, oh, what's the name of the character from Disney? The the, the little guy that they're the known for. The little guy, for. the one, the one the everywhere. And he's like, <laughs> then he punches me in the throat. Seriously, yeah, yeah. Scissor hold. By the way, meanwhile, while we're in line, I okay. So John Paul's boyfriend, Barbie John, which that's not what he goes by, but so I'm calling him, is. And I've never talked about them before, but they're maybe the, my most fascinating friends. Mm-hmm. He's super, super, super into dolls. Like, super into dolls. Okay? okay? Like, they've been dating for like 15, 16 years. Okay? I remember when they first started dating, one time they got in a fight at, a, at like a CVS or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they got in a big fight, and so I was just like, okay, I'm just going to walk away and, you know, give them their privacy. And then later on, I meet up with them, and John's like, um, we have to stop by Toys R Us. And I was like, why? And he goes, well, I apologize to John and said I make it up to him. I have to buy him a doll. 
<laughs> right? And let me tell you, so when I went to go visit them in Florida, that's where they lived for a while. Yeah. Is their house just like covered in? Covered in dolls. And I even went, and I'm like, oh, I need ice or something. I went to the ice, and there were um, the Ice Age to- toys. Were in the in, freezer? Were in the freezer? <laughs> that's where they live. Right? Like a little kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, so um, John is super into, uh, Barbie John is super into this. I mean, like like a year or two ago, uh, John Paul was like, I'm all, I, th- there was something going on. I'm like, oh, let's do this, this, and this. He's like, oh, Stephen Sondheim was going to be doing a talk around here. And I go, oh, we got to go. And he was like, I can't. I promised Barbie John that I would go to his a Halloween party with him. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, it's really important. And I go, who's throwing this Halloween party? It was just John Paul, Barbie John, and one of Barbie John's friends. And it was a Halloween party for all their dolls. What? And they were dressed up. What? Yeah. And how about this? He loved Mary Poppins. That's why he'd been going every day to a lot of Mary Poppins this, this weekend at D23. And he goes, Joe, we're going to London in two weeks for vacation. And I was like, oh, yeah? He goes, and we're going to visit all the Mary Poppins sites. I was like, oh, okay. And he goes, and I'm going to fly a kite. That's cute. In the park, right? Okay. But he's, oh, how about this? Because John's going for work, actually. He has to go. I can't get into what John does, but John Paul does. But he's going for work. And so John, uh, Barbie John's taking his Ken doll to all these different places in England and taking his picture there. And he's okay. already done this all over the world. And if actually you don't believe me, everybody, and I told him I would be doing this. He has an Instagram. For, so everything I'm telling you is documented on Instagram. And his Instagram name is I Yam. So like I-Y-A-M Popeye. So I Yam Popeye. Okay. Please follow him on Instagram and see that everything I'm talking about is real, right? He takes okay. the doll places. But anyway, um, uh, he's going to also, they're going to go to a convention because he no. loves Ken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's in it's in Wisconsin this year, and they John Paul's like, uh, he made me go last year to the one in Chicago, and like he, he drags John Paul everywhere to these like stupid Barbie conventions. Oh my God, I love I love I love you know to be honest with you, if you're listening, Barbie John, I love your hobby. I think it's the greatest thing ever. He dresses him up in outfits and everything like that, right? I felt really bad yesterday when I I needed gas really badly when I left uh, uh, Anaheim Convention Center. Mm-hmm. So I stopped at a, a gas station close by, and this really cute guy actually came up to me, and he was like, "Hey, bro, my car, my got a flat tire in my car. Uh, can I buy your spare tire off you?" And I was like, "No, right?" Uh-huh. And then I got in my car and drove away. But then I was like, "You know what? My flat tires." <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, no, my no. spare tire's flat. No, <laughs> I should have just sold it for twenty. I I could really use a blowjob. Um, no, but I was like, I have AAA, right? And yeah. I haven't even used it this year. My dues are up soon, right? I might as well just tell him. And I felt really, really guilty as so I drove back. But strangely, in the one minute it took me to drive back, I saw him rolling a flat tire out of some guy's car, like a spare tire, and the guy oh, was nice. giving him money. Well, who's who's selling their spare tire? But anyway, um, and for what price? I know I like, don't get that. Like I would just I don't know I would have given him a ride or something like that. Anyway, but I could see if like 
your brother was in this situation, he your brother would be like, well, my f- spare tire is worth this amount. I could get a new one for this many dollars. Oh, so yeah, my he, brother he would, would know. But like you and I were like, um, is twenty dollars right? Like we wouldn't know how much to buy a new spare for. No, I would be like, I don't know. Yeah, a thousand dollars, ten dollars, I don't know. But you know what's funny is he he didn't live far away. He lived in the, the next city over. He didn't have any friends or relatives that could pick him up. There's something fishy going on. I don't know. I couldn't tell. But I felt so when I drove by and saw that he got the spare tire, I just kept driving. But let me ask you this question. I felt really, 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 really guilty for not helping him to begin with. Do you think I should feel guilty? Well, you sh- I don't think you should let it affect you too much, but I think the guilt is the the feeling you felt. So you went back to try to resolve that, and you didn't have to because the problem had resolved itself. So I would I would let it go now. I wonder if I would have helped him if he wasn't cute. Oh, good. Or if he was a woman. Oh, <laughs> I got. I, she would have walked up to me and she'd be like, "Can I buy your spare tire?" I'm like, oh, "Why don't you use the one around your waist, baby?" <laughs> and then <they're> like, <laughs> like, like just driven off and been so content with myself for making that joke. <laughs> you would not have done that, but um, that's interesting. I don't think that I would feel too guilty about it because he worked it all out. I didn't. I say no to panhandlers all the time, and I don't feel too guilty about it. I mean... You know what? I'm a sucker for the very clever ones, believe it or yeah. not. I was walking on the street last week with my cousin, and there were like these like three or four um, homeless people just kind of actually joking among them, like almost like old-timey hobos, mm-hmm. you know, like just in a, in a group, and they were just kind of t- laughing at some joke they had said. Yeah. And when my cousin and I walked by, they were like, hey, you want to contribute to the marijuana purchasing club or something like that and i was sure. like you guys are funny i threw a dollar at them you would go bankrupt in berkeley because oh, really? it's all of these kids that are homeless by choice it's not like well there might be some mental illness but it's not like people that are you know forced into homelessness for various reasons these are just a bunch of kids hanging out smoking dope on the sidewalk and they have signs that are always like i don't know about like my ex-girlfriend's a bitch give me a dollar or whatever like that wasn't that clever, but, you know, clever little, like, signs, not just... Let me tell you just... something. Let me tell you something. So, the last time I spent any significant amount of time in the Bay Area, I got hired. It was actually one of the last things I ever did for our old company to go every weekend and train their teachers for, like, a to month. Ber- to Berkeley, wasn't it? Yeah, to Berkeley. Yeah. And for a month. And uh, I would go every weekend for a month. And But I would stay in San Francisco. It was some weird thing, right? So... Every time in San Francisco, you'd see the hobos or the beggar people or whatever. And um, they'd be kind of like, not nice looking, but just your traditional homeless person. And then I'd get off the BART, or I don't know how I got to Berkeley. And I'd be in Berkeley, and it would be like limbless people. Like, it was like a whole what? other level. It was like a whole other level of like homeless person. Like, they'd taken it a step above. Like, <laughs> a guy with like missing legs. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, kids now, a lot of kids, a lot of, like, hippie sort of homeless, like, sitting around, like, drawing and trying to sell drawings on the back of napkins, stuff like that. Well, you know what, I if you're doing something for the money, I appreciate it. So if you give me a drawing, even if I throw it away 10 feet away, um, at least you did something for it. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, what a dick, though. He just drew that, and you're going to throw it away? Well, he wait till he it. wasn't looking. He could sell it to someone else. Mm, you're right. I love how in the hypo- you just accuse me of being a dick in a hypothetical situation. <laughs> you're a hypothetical dick. Well, you know what's funny is, I know we're going really long here, but I actually hung out with some people this week, at, this week and it was two guys, and they didn't even know each other, and it turned out they were big conspiracy theorists. Uh, and they were laughing at me for not believing in their conspiracies. Yeah. But one of them, and if anybody out there in who's listening knows about this, can you help me out? But they talked about this documentary on it's a, it's a whole complicated as most conspiracy stories are. It's very complicated. But basically, there was this documentary that Discovery had made in the nineties, and when it was finished, uh, for some mysterious reason, it got banned, and, doc- and Discovery never aired it. Okay. And, but you can see it on YouTube. And it's called The Conspiracy of Silence. And supposedly it's about how, like, these really high ranking, powerful people, like, all the way to the highest levels of the US government, um, are part of this, like, pedophile sex club. And they, like, they kidnap, like, homeless kids and they just have sex with them. What? Yeah, you gotta, it, I watched 10 minutes of it. It was a whole bucket of crazy. But, um, but I don't know that much. Like, I want to find a way to be like, this is really weird and not true or very isolated. I don't know how it's ex- expands to the whole government. It's so weird, Mike Lawson. And I was like, all right, I got to do research into this. But now, now I'm a now I'm a conspiracy investigator. Okay, good. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, I mean... Um, uh, um, 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 um,